for let the room fill up. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button, share this content. Let's roll with it. Let's go. We're going to talk about the Cowboys. We're going to talk about uh, D-Law wreaking havoc out there. Yeah, we're going to get this thing going one way or another. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to the mix. It's always a pleasure, always a plus for you guys being in this thing. Let's get this thing rolling, man. I really thank everybody for tuning in to the nation. Salute. Yeah, so uh, as everybody tune in, man, I really appreciate everything. We're going to talk about my guy. He got part of my name in him, you know, D-Law, <laughs> our law nation all day, even twice on Sunday. So this is the thing. Um, as we uh, begin to, uh, to to talk about this seasoning and as everything goes a little bit further on down the line, I always say defense. I'm a defensive-minded guy. You got to f- figure out a way to be defensive strong and things like that. And, and, and everybody know I love defense. And D-Law, did you guys know, a little fun fact, for the last 20 games, D-Law had a sack a game. So that's 20 sacks that he had in the last 20 games. That's fantastic. That's amazing. That's wonderful. I don't know how you can put this all into one, but if you can wrap this thing and roll it all together, that is sent. That is so, so, so fantastic for D-Law to step it up. Now the price every week, that price tag is going up every week. And uh, we was looking for a war daddy at one point. And the whole time one was developing under us and his, and he wears number 90. Uh, and he, and he, hey, although he said, um, uh, Taco coined the phrase hot boys. D-Law done embraced the hot boys look. And he's he's pumping up everything and he's telling everyone, hey, this this team is for real. And he, his personality is coming out. Uh, he, he He's all over the place interviewing and doing these type of things. D-Law is the man right now. And one way or another, Jerry Jones got to reach into his pocket because the last thing that we want to happen to us is to see what John Gruden did to the uh, to the Raiders. You know, we don't want that to happen in our camp. So we don't want to trade him away and things like that because we've been fighting for so long. It's been so long we've been fighting for a quote-unquote war daddy. Um, before I go a little bit further, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to hit that like button, hit that share button, uh, smash the notification. If you're part of the notification squad, don't forget to put that down in the comment box. And, uh, also I love always to, to hear and see where you guys are from. So if you can put that down in the chat box and we can get this thing going live like 95. Yes. Let's roll. Let's roll. So what I want to do is um, I, I want to uh, play you guys a clip of um, Stephen Jones speaking with 105.3 The Fan. You see that little ticker at the top of the screen there. Don't forget to, if you're in the Dallas area, if, you have, if you're not in the Dallas area and you have access to radio apps, you can still download radio.com and you can listen to 105.3 The Fan. They got a wealth of knowledge of information out there. And uh, hey, it's always good to be part in, in, in being the mix with these guys. So let's listen in to what they have to say about, you know, this team and what they um, talk to Stephen Jones about. And, and don't forget the sponsors too. Cowboys Experience, www.cowboysexperience. It should be in the description box. Go there. Uh, we got fantastic pricing as far as ticket sales and things like that. If you have a family need to come out and want to enjoy the whole entire experience, just, just join that link. 
as uh, we're joined now by Stephen Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan. And a good afternoon to you, Stephen. Congratulations on the victory. Sure. It was a uh, appreciate that. And yeah. it was certainly a win we needed in a big way. And it was a great atmosphere. Hats off to our fans. They really uh, uh, made for a great environment when we needed it. And uh, it was obviously mm-hmm. something that was, uh, you know, good for our team. So that was easily the best offensive output of the year for you guys. Would you say it was more credit to anything being changed or just that that's how it looks when the team kind of stays on schedule and not behind the chains? Well, I know the word uh, everybody's been using is execute, and I think we <laughs> did uh, do a lot better job of executing. But, they, you know, they threw some wrinkles in there that I think were helpful with, the, you know, getting the tempo up and, you know, running some uh, no huddle and some things like that, I think, uh, you know, really helped Dak get in a rhythm. And I think, you know, when you look at it, I think that's been one of the, you know, one of the issues with our offenses. We hadn't, you know, had a lot of rhythm to it. And uh, and I think once we get that going, then we seem to execute better and you, you get better results. Obviously, uh, anytime you can get Zeke, the number of touches we got him, uh, that's a good thing. And, uh uh, certainly, he had a great day yesterday. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me a bit if he's player of the week, but uh, mm. uh, I thought he had a great game. No doubt he had a great game, and uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me as well if he's, if he's the uh, player of the week. He should be player of the month almost with that particular performance uh, outside of, you know, the quarterbacks play good on other teams like the golf of the worlds and, and the Mahomes. So we'll see how this thing all unfolds, but this is the thing. I'm going to keep it over here to uh, D-Law. I thought they was going to talk about D-Law, but this is the thing with D-Law. <laughs> 20 games, 20 sacks. 20 more games, maybe it'll be 20 more sacks. So the name of the game is creating pressure. If you can create pressure and put that pressure onto the quarterback and have the quarterback to pass the ball out faster, go through his progression quicker, and not able to set his feet and get his stance together, then you can create these turnovers. Now, we have yet to see an INT on our side, and I'm thinking it's coming around the corner because now we have uh, another guy that's going to be part of the high boys coming back. His name is David Irvin. And what that does is now it it creates one-on-one. If David Irvin is going to eat, and if he's in shape, hopefully I can't. Hopefully I don't have to call him Belly Irvin, but hopefully David Irvin is in good tip-top shape, and he gets out there, flies out to the ball, and do everything that he needs to do in order to get create that pressure, turnover, sacks, and if they can play one-on-one on the outside, that will be fantastic. That will be wonderful. That'll be everything that we would need. Shout out to Jay. Thank you for tuning in on the Periscope, and also uh, Eric K. and Boomer Sooner. Thank you all for tuning in as well. Well, I always like to give a first person that's in the chat box a shout out abnormally. Thank you for tuning in to the uh, Law Nation's uh, YouTube page. I really appreciate everything. Don't forget, guys, we're on the Dallas Prospect. Every legend was once a prospect. Big Game James page. Go check him out as well as Phantom. And um, we also on the Cowboys Experience. Now, like I said before, we do have a lot of things going on in the following weeks, but I really want you guys to tune in to this right here. If this defense, if this defense can step it up on the secondary part, then we will see this defense move it up the level just a little bit further. And when I'm talking about stepping it up, I'm talking about line, lane assignments and, and spacing assignments. If they can do those things, then we will see 
that this defense will be one of the talked upon. Uh, it's not just the top eight or top five defense. They would say, hey, this defense is in the in the realms of uh, of number one and number two. But we got to clear up the back end of the team. And I think what can help that out tremendously would be adding D-Law. And, uh, of course, uh, we have yet to see that spark, that one spark or several sparks from number 94 outside of uh, uh, personal foul and late hits on, on players. So we're going to have to have him to step it up, guys. He must step it up. And then you sprinkle in the David Irvin because he, he needs to have that rotation piece in there. And and any news, any words, let me know about Malik Collins, how long he will be out. And also, I want to know you. I want to want you guys to help me out. Who should the Cowboys cut to elevate David Irvin? Let me know. I'm going to read your comments and I'm really going to tune in and see who all really uh, are paying attention to this thing. So I really need your help on that. So who who we should cut. I, I know the the famous name of everybody saying is T. Will right now because it's off the field shenanigans and also his, his field of play and whatever, all the things that he's been doing. Because we saw less is more as far as the wide receiver play. I kind of like the wide receiver core from this last game. Not rotating five and six and eight and seven, nine and ten receivers in and out of the game. I like the fact that you can develop that poor and you can know for sure that, hey, we got number 17 in the mix. We got number 13 in the mix. And we have Cole Beasley, who's, who's dominated in the inside. And, and maybe you just use number 15, uh, Deontay Thompson, just and only for special teams. Because I, I kind of like that mix. Let me know, guys. Let me know whether or not you guys like the lineup for the wide receivers from last game. And I do know that we have Bryce Butler. So if anybody, we're going to move anybody. Hmm. I don't know out of that mix. Maybe it's Alan Hearns. I don't know. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody, man. Thank you for tuning in. How about Earl Thomas? Whoa. Hey, this is from out. This is from my guy, Italian Cowboys. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the nation. Uh, a lot of people saying cut Jarwin because mm, we do have a lot of tight ends at this point. And I don't think that uh, they're going to go that route. The tight end play last game was okay. Um, I do know that they didn't make a lot of impact as far as catching the ball, but they blocked well down the field. Uh, I, I like the fact that Rico is getting some reps out there, although uh, Dak Prescott missed the ball too fast to him. Uh, I think that it still takes time. I wish that they played together in, in uh, preseason. I wish they had more snaps together because that one-on-one -on -one play, that's all about poise and continuity and things like that. So it takes time for that to develop. Somebody just trolling now when they say cut Heath. Come on now. You can't cut Heath. That's the GOAT. That's the legend, especially when it's the last two minutes of the game. Jeff Heath can't be that guy. So we saw how valuable – we saw how valuable Jeff Heath is when he was out. Uh, it shows two weeks in a row when he's out. The other teams, the opposition score. So we're going to have to fix that up, and we're going to have to patch that up, and especially we're going to have to figure out a way to keep him healthy. But moving back to, uh, to number 90, um, there's two ways we can go about this. Uh, next year, we can, put the, we can slap the franchise tag on him again. He'll be pouting and be mad about it. Or, I don't know, his temperament may be the fact that, well, hey, I'm getting his money. Just We're going to load the Brinks truck next year. So, 
Uh, I don't know his temperament in that aspect, but he is the law, you know. So he may want the money this time. And I think, get, let me know. Give me a thumbs up. Let me know whether or not you guys want uh, Jerry Jones to go ahead and pay him. Because there's nothing to hold him back now. We should have enough money to pay him. And um, we should be able to do those things. Uh, Frisco speaks. He says Blake Jarwin is average at best. Come on, man. You know, it's, although it's his second year, he's a rookie out there. Because this is the first time really uh, playing with these amount of snaps. So it is what it is. Uh, I got over here on my Twitch. Someone needs to show Dak how to throw the law pass. Uh, this is from JV Bad Boy 74 um, Law pass, that's something that Dak really needs to work on as far as touch. Uh, I, I saw this game as I looked back that tape. And I'm ready, ready for the All-22 to come out around 10 or 11 o'clock tonight. Um, I want I want him to just have a little touch on the ball. Now, I did see him step up through his throws. I do like the aspect of running out of the pistol formation and use, utilizing those play-action fakes and those play-action passes because what that does is that sink in. Although the, uh, the, the safeties and the linebackers are up close, tight on the line, but what this does collectively, now that you're doing the play-action, everybody's all out to actually – um, to, to to stop the run, and and of course the Detroit Lions they hit they hit a bad time to try to stop the run against the Cowboys because they they what what ranked number last dead last in the NFL as far as against the run. So what we did here is we played we played to our strengths. We did what we needed to do in order to get there. Now some small things that we're gonna have to patch up and fix around and get together, but down the line. This form, this form, this formality, this philosophy will work. Uh, creating pressure with the with the uh, defensive ends, and then you sprinkle in a D, a D law, and then on top of that, if we can control the ball, control the field of play with Ezekiel Elliott, the core. Remember, all off season I was talking about, we must concentrate and we must fix up this core, whether it be on the offensive side of the ball or on the defensive side of the ball. So right now we're okay with that. But our only pieces that we are having problems with right now is the secondary, and I can say this, the uh, the, slot, the slot corners. We saw what happened when Jordan Lewis got out there. We saw what happened when Anthony Brown was looking around. Where, where should I go with plays and things like that? So we need to fix those things up in order to bring, bring this team up to the next level. And we're close, guys. We are really and extremely close. Let me see if I can play a little bit more of this uh, interview. It's a wonderful interview uh, with uh, Stephen Jones. But let's see what they say down the line. And so explosive in the passing game, you know, g g going empty and then having him in the slot, you know, that, that really looked like it could be a real powerful weapon for you guys. What do you think? Well, they're going to have to pick and choose for sure. And uh, if they're uh -huh. going to give him the mismatch, then we're going to have to take those mismatches. And, uh, you know, if they turn on the tape and look at it, they may try to, you know, take that away some. But, uh, you know, we, we've still got a lot of room for improvement. We're a young football team, and I think uh, – you know, I think we'll continue to improve as the season goes. Uh, yes. Steven, speaking of youth, your first-round pick, Leighton Vander Esch, uh, had yes. an outstanding game, is really having a nice rookie season. And last year, as you're a guy who gets to kind of help pick the players on this team, when Sean Lee was out, the defense just couldn't seem to perform at any type of a high level. And you have to be really proud of the adjustment that you guys and the team has made when Sean Lee was out yesterday, still had a solid defensive game. Yeah, I mentioned that last week, how fortunate we mm -hmm. are to have a guy uh, like Leighton. Uh, obviously a big resource we put into him with a first-round pick. 
But, uh, you know, having a guy like that that can step in, because you're right, whenever Sean's been out in the past, you know, our success is, uh, you know, we, we've struggled uh, without him. And I think yesterday we showed we could go out and play good defense, uh, uh, you know, with Leighton in there as the starter. And you start to take, you know, a Sean and a, uh, a Jalen and a, a Leighton, you know, those mm-hmm. three guys manning those very important for this defense, Mike and Will positions, are huge. And uh, yeah. we've got a good linebacking core there. And uh, certainly I think, uh, you know, it's all in front of Leighton. Um, one of the things that really shows up is his length, that six five frame he has, long arms. You know, it's tough to get away from him. And uh, when he gets his hands on you, you're probably going to be down pretty quickly. And, right. Uh, he's just uh, been a great addition to the defense. And, you know, uh, it's a young defense out there. And I think, uh, you know, we gave up some plays yesterday. I still mm-hmm. think, uh, you know, there's a lot of room for improvement. And I know Rod and Chris will harp on the fact that we didn't get, you know, still not getting the turnovers. We think that's going to come. But, uh you know, uh, certainly, uh, you know, there's room for improvement. And I know, uh, you know, one of the things they will continue to stress in a big way is, uh, you know, is creating turnovers. And I do think right. that'll come. It's Stephen Jones. Yeah, so uh, I, I want to chime in a little bit by Lathan or Leighton, LVE, LVE, his size, his measurables. Uh, to, get you, to get you guys in the mind, Said of, of what his size is really is. Look, he's six foot five, two hundred and fifty seven pounds. We got a guy that's six foot five or six foot four and a half, and around two hundred and fifty seven. He plays on the line, and that's uh, Dorrance Armstrong. So let's let's get you in mind of think of Dorrance Armstrong. If he had the ability to cover out in space and cover well, then then that's that's the type of pedigree we got. We got a guy. This tall range got long length in arms and and, and then these, these hands when he put those hands on you I thought for sure when I look at his college tape I said okay oh, he's gonna have problems shedding blocks he's gonna have problem uh uh without be, flying out to the ball and getting free space I don't think that he can fight through trash and things like that disengagement is gonna be a problem. And everything I saw on tape, everything that I saw with my small mind and my small eyes and everything, it didn't match up. Because what LVE is doing, he's flying out, he's shedding through blocks, he's attacking up field. I'm talking about they had a screenplay. They had three guys in front of him. He was able to snake through, get skinny, and knock the opposition down. That spoke That spoke a lot to me. And um, and now the kid is still growing. His neck is the size of people's arms. So this guy is still filling out. As it looks like he's hitting their weight room. I'm, he may be a, a a centerpiece for this Cowboys for a long time. And and you add in the fact that you have a Jalen Smith. Man, those two combination is just everything. And then of course you can sprinkle in the Joe Thomases and the Wilson kid. They doing their things out there, but. That that LVE. <laughs> I had somebody to comment and say, hey, do you guys want to trade and switch around Roquan Smith for uh, LVE at this point? You know, because <laughs> Roquan was uh, was uh, a higher draft grade than LVE. So we'll see how this thing play out because it's still a long, long, long year. So I want to know what he does when it gets cold because I always say, hey, wait till it get cold. <laughs> But by, by playing in Boise, so he should understand how, how to play when it's cold. With us, And I got to tell you, I don't know if there's any more room for improvement with Tank because he looks to be maxed out with the way that he's playing. And I'd say it's time he gets even more recognition as being one of the best edge players in the game. What do you think? 
Well, no question. I mean, there mm-hmm. he is putting up three sacks yesterday, and you know Stafford's a hard guy to get to. And uh, uh, but I, I think he's definitely deserves uh, everything he's got coming to him. I mean, once again, no one respects him more than I do. I know he's playing with some, you know, with some, uh, uh, you know, with some aches and pains out there that you know would slow a lot of other people down. But uh, you know, he's a warrior. Uh, Certainly, I do think uh, some of the additions we've made with Randy and Dorrance Armstrong, they're certainly getting some push, which I think helped help Tank out as well. And uh, certainly we've got a guy like David Irving coming back this week. Hopefully he'll uh, – we'll see, you know, if he's ready to go this week or not. But he's going to work back into the mix. And, you know, I, I think our era's up over there. Sean's going to continue to improve, I'm sure. I, you know, probably a long shot for, for this week. But uh, we'll continue to – uh, hopefully see him make improvement and uh, as I said this is a young team we've we're certainly uh, need to improve uh, we're by no means there but uh, the good news is we are young and I think we will get better all right you yeah, can't just stuff. sneak that one past us there what are the what aches and pains are you talking about with Demarcus Lawrence Stephen right oh I just think they come with playing uh, NFL okay. football okay. in the right. defensive okay. line he's got some ribs and okay some, uh, you know, some things like that, a hip, and it's just getting hit out there, and it comes with playing the game. But, uh, uh, you know, he's never let things like that hold him back. He's just, uh, as I said, he's a warrior. He loves to play the game, and he plays it. Uh, you know, one of the things I think goes unnoticed with him, not only is he a great pass rusher, but he's one of the great run players as well. I mean, he's just an all-around uh, great end for us and certainly fortunate to have him. Now, is there anything negative you'd like to say about him? Because it is a salary cap league, and we're going to have to extend him at some point. We want to bring his value down. Unfortunately, I, I can't find anything uh, <laughs> negative to say about him because, uh, you know, he's just getting it done. And uh, my hat's off to him, and uh, I can't think of anything negative to say about it. So I haven't rewatched the defense yet, but in real time, it seemed like they may have made a conscious decision not to throw at Byron Jones. Could you guys have imagined mm. that in his first year being back at cornerback that things would be going this well? No, I couldn't. I mean, my hat's off to him. I thought he could play the position well, but nothing like what he's playing it. I mean, he's he's borderline out there shut down right now. But, uh, you know, Byron's a super smart guy. Uh, he's right. super athletic. He's long. And I think the way Chris wants our corners to play, he just happens to fit that mo- uh, that mold. And uh, he's got long arms. He can really mm-hmm. wire a guy. Uh, he's very conscientious about his technique. He understands what Chris wants, and he's able to execute it. And, you know, certainly he's uh, uh, a guy who's jumped out at us that's uh, exceeded expectations. You know, Zeke reminded me a little bit of Emmett yesterday in that something was bugging him and he would limp to the sideline and kind of limp back into the game. But as soon as he got the ball, he was 100% for that five seconds or so he needed to run it. So what was – is it an ankle? Is it a knee? I was just wondering what is what was bugging him uh, during the game. Yeah, he had a little ankle and then uh, he's got a little bursitis he's working on on his knee. Oh. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's such a competitor. He can't stand not being out there. And, uh, you know, he's a warrior. I mean, you got to give hats off to him. I mean, like you said, I mean, he's obviously playing with pain. Uh, but at the same time, you know, when you dial his number up, uh, you, you don't see it uh, when when the play starts. So no uh, hats off to him. He's uh, such a great competitor, uh, as we said from the get-go this year. Uh, you know, he's in all the – you know, he's in the right place in terms of uh, uh, where his head is, where his mind is. Uh, you know, he's 
obviously this is a uh, you know a season where he's wanting to show everybody what he's really about and uh, certainly he's done that up to this point Stephen, help mm-hmm. me out here i'm married a doctor but i'm not one bursitis is that something that can go away during the season or something right. he's going to have to deal with the rest no, of the season? No, it'll go away. It's just okay. a, where you break a bursitis sac it's a, in your joint and it mm. swells up. But it can be painful, but uh, certainly something that should uh, uh, take care of itself. Got to uh, Google that. Stephen Jones here with us on 105.3 The Fan. So after uh, going 9 of 11 games under 200 yards, Dak had the big one, 255 with no picks. Does that qualify as just slinging it around out there? What do you think? Well, I think, uh, you know, Dak is always going to want to be efficient. I mean, he protects the ball. Uh, certainly that's a, a big-time quality in this league mm-hmm. is is to protect the ball. So, you know, to use the term slinging it with Dak, uh, I think uh, we'll be hard-pressed to ever get him to just uh, sling it a la Tony, the way uh, Tony <laughs> liked to uh, sling it around. But uh, I do think he was very efficient with it. I think he showed what he can do, uh, you know, when we start to really execute and uh, run our offense efficiently. And we were able to do that yesterday. We certainly got more work to do. There's a lot of things I'm sure, though, you know, we're going to get in here and watch that tape, and he's going to mm-hmm. watch the tape. and. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things we can improve upon. But uh, we're a young football team that's a young receiving core and a young tight end core that he's working with and uh, certainly showed some things there with uh, Zeke and and Dak yesterday that, uh, you know, we can really build on and uh, improve upon. Stephen, about three times a month we have to apologize for something that Mike Bassick has done. And uh, him and Jerry got in a little tiff on Monday, and I was just curious: Will he be invited to the media party next year? Well, if he he'll, he'll behave and uh, he'll uh, he'll jump on the bandwagon here just a little bit. I know it's uh, it's just creeping right now, but uh, uh, we'll 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 certainly uh, give him a shot at it. All right, he'll earn his way back. He swears. <laughs> Yeah, it sounded like they're having a good time. So that was the end of that interview there. So uh, if you guys don't know, try to go back and watch some of the stuff. Uh, Jerry Jones cussed last week, and it was one of those things that the guy asked a hard question. But uh, neither here nor there as I begin to wrap this thing up. Uh, I just want to touch on the fact that Ezekiel <laughs> needs to stay healthy. Uh, and as well as Byron Jones, I want to touch on that. My God, man, Byron Jones is playing lights out. Man, he's doing this thing. Um, it's, 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 it's nasty, man. It's nasty. I love hearing and I love seeing and I love watching uh, tape and film and, and you guys' feedback on Byron Jones' play. I love this, man, because I always said, hey, this guy fits the, mo- the mode of a cornerback, not a safety. He plays well up tight, close on the line, far as out in space. You, you might have your problems, but up tight, close on the line, using that length, using that world Hall of Fame type of leaping, jumping ability that he got. Because it, it, it's, it's world class. I think it's a world record, right? Nobody jumped further than him or something like that. So he, the guy's athletic. So uh, we will do another show later on tonight. It's, it's starting at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, we're going to do a, a, a real overview. It's me, DDP. And uh, some more people that's going to be in, on the panel. Uh, just be ready for later on tonight, so we can talk about this uh, this past game, and then we can look for, further into the future of the uh, current game that's coming ahead. So uh, that's all the time I have for right now. I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone. Uh, don't forget to join. 
Phantom joined Big Game James, Silver and Blue Nation. Uh, there's a link, www.cowboysexperience.com. That's where you can uh, reach out and we have live interactions with, with current and former players as well as um, uh, we have a, a lot of things down the line. And I'm going to whisper this. Cole Beasley is coming around the corner. So we, we want to see you guys out there. I'll let you know when the events come around and about. But it's always a pleasure. It's always a plus. Uh, thank, uh, who is this, Jay, for making the donation to help grow the nation. I really appreciate you, man, uh, for dropping the donation into the box. Man, it's always a pleasure for making the donation. Don't forget, I got a podcast. That's LAW Nation. Join that podcast. I talk about various things, especially Cowboys all day, even twice on Sunday. Let's get this thing rocking and rolling one way or another. This is your brother from another mother. No other. Don't look like Danny Glover, but I keep it cool with you guys. And remember, you all are listening in to nothing but the bass. Salute. Let's jam on out to some music at least. Let's roll with it, baby. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hit that like button. Share this content. Share, share, share. <laughs> Some love. Shout out to Jamal Anderson and Tigo. Carrie Tigo. Jay Riss, man. What's good with you, man? Shout out to you. Yeah. Salute. 